Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayhi'ati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى اتقوا الله تعالى فإن من اتقى الله وقاه وأرشده إلى خير أموره دينه ودنياه After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after passing salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of times. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has profound wisdom in his creation and in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's legislations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his mercy upon whomsoever he wills as a favor and an honor whether it pertains to individuals or whether it pertains to times or places. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us in Surah Al-Qasas and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَرَبُّكَ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ وَيَخْتَعُ That indeed your Lord, He creates and He chooses whatever He wills. And amongst what is included in this, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically designated for the month of Sha'ban. And as we know, this is our current month. Thus, our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to fast more frequently during this month, as confirmed by many ahadith which is attributed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ثبت في الصحيحين من حديث أم المؤمنين عائشة رضي الله عنها and it is found in Bukhari and Muslim on the authority of the mother of the believers عائشة رضي الله عنها may Allah be pleased with her 
قالت she said كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يصوم حتى نقول لا يفطر ويفطر حتى نقول لا يصوم فما رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم استكمل صيام شهر إلا رمضان وما رأيته أكثر صياما منه في شعبان. So she reported that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to fast so continuously that we said that he would not break his fast صلى الله عليه وسلم and he did not fast at all till we said that he would not fast صلى الله عليه وسلم and I did not see the messenger of Allah سبحانه وتعالى completing the fast of a month except for that month of Ramadan and I did not see him fasting more in any other month than that of Sha'ban. Our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's the next narration comes in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad rahimallahu ta'ala and in the Sunan of Nasai on the authority of Usama ibn Zayd radiallahu anhuma qal kultu ya Rasulallah لم أراك تسوم شهرا من شهور ما تسوم من شعبان قال صلى الله عليه وسلم ذلك شهر يغفل الناس عنه بين رجب وشعب ورمضان وهو شهر ترفع فيه الأعمال إلى رب العالمين فأحب أن يرفع عمله وأنا صائم And the next narration is found in the Musnad of Ahmad and in the Sunan of Al-Nasai with Usama ibn Zayd may Allah be pleased with both of them said that I said O Messenger of Allah I do not see you fasting any month as much as the month of Sha'ban he said that is a month to which people do not pay much attention meaning people are neglectful during the month of Sha'ban and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says and it is a month in which the deeds are taken up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, who is the Lord of the worlds. And I like that my deeds be taken up when I am fasting. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when a believer and when a Muslim hears about the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he bestowed upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and when we hear about the authentic ahadith narrated to us regarding Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then we as believers, as this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then we should eagerly embrace it, realizing that the reward and benefits which lies within it. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and whoever does not strive for this and does not endeavor to implement it they miss out on the rewards of those recommended actions O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they miss out on these rewards even though they are not incurring a sin however it is alarming O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when a Muslim's attitude turns away from the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Faman raghiba an sunnati falaysa minni." And whosoever does not follow my sunnah is not from me. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa taala, and whilst they neglect the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we find that they show, or some of them show, a keen interest in innovations and fabricated practices that has no basis in the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is not in accordance with the practice of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such is a state of affairs O servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we find that this is a danger to this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that people have gone to the extent that they prefer innovations over the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam my beloved brothers amongst these practices is the eagerness of some people to engage in actions and rituals on the night and the day of the 15th or the middle of Sha'ban seeking closeness to Allah Azza wa Jal with great zeal and care for their actions despite their lack of foundation and evidence. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they neglect the established guidance and the authentic sunnah that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has brought to this ummah. In this regard the esteemed Imam and Shaykh Abdul Aziz Ibn Baz rahimallahu ta'ala said in a concise message concerning the innovations and fabricated practices on the night of the 15th of Sha'ban or the middle of Sha'ban and the Shaykh rahimallahu ta'ala he says that one of the innovations introduced by some people is celebrating of the night of the 15th of Sha'ban and dedicating its day to fasting although there is no evidence to support this and weak ahadith regarding its virtue cannot be relied upon. As for what is mentioned regarding the virtue of praying on this night, it is all fabricated as cautioned by many of our ulama. There are also reports from some early Muslims, from the people of Sham and others. The consensus, however, of the ulama is that celebrating this night is a bid'ah. It is an innovation and all ahadith regarding its virtue are weak. Some of them even fabricated. Furthermore, it becomes evident to the seeker of truth from the verses, ahadith and statements of the scholars that celebrating the 15th of Sha'ban or the middle of Sha'ban with prayer and any other actions and dedicating its day to fasting is an innovation according to majority of the ulama with no basis in the pure sharia rather they are innovations rather they are innovations that merged and came into this deen of islam after the era of the companions and after the era of the salafus salih may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with all of them sufficient for the seeker of truth in this matter and others is the saying of allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal
اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا that this day I've perfected for you your religion and completed my favor upon you and have approved for you Islam as a religion Surah Ma'idah verse 3 and sufficient for us is the words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we mention this verse quite often during our khutab where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the start of surah al-najm وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he did not speak out of his own accord but we inspired him to speak and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informs us and he says مَنْ أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْرِنَا هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ فِي فَهُوَ رَدٍ so we find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that whomsoever introduces into this matter of ours that which is not from it will have it rejected O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when a contemplative individual and when someone is out there to seek the truth, when they reflect on its reality and they look at some of the actions of certain people on the night, then they would find various actions which goes against the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But yet they keep upon these practices year in and year out. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is a great calamity When one turns away From the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And when one becomes deeply engrossed In fabricated actions That has no basis in this deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is the belief of some people it is the belief of some people that on the 15th of Sha'ban where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains a certain verse and brings a certain verse and this verse that has, has to do with the night of Laylatul Qadr and not the night of the 15th of Sha'ban Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna anzalnahu fi laylatin mubarakatin inna kunna mundirin fiha yufraku kullu amrin hakim indeed we sent it down on a blessed night for we always warn against evil on that night every matter of wisdom is ordained so here we find that some people and some people claiming to be ulama and scholars of this deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they say that this night of the 15th of Sha'ban or Nisfi Sha'ban or what they call in Cape Town as Ruwa they say that this is the night where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down all the commands for the next year however this is the night of power O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we know we find that many of the ulama of this ummah and especially the salaf of this ummah like Ibn Kathir and others 
They said that this night or this verse in Surah Al-Dukhan is referring to Laylatul Qadr and not to the 15th of Sha'ban. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that amongst these practices that some people bring forth during the 15th of Sha'ban or on this night is that they increase in nawafil and some of them they do this in jama'ah. We find that some of them they visit the maqabir, they go to the graveyards during the nights of the 15th of Sha'ban. Some of them have certain du'as that they read. Some of them read, for example, we find in our communities they would recite Yasin three times. And after each recitation of Surah Yasin, they would make a particular dua where they ask for rizq and certain other things. This, once again, is not of the practices of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he also informed us. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that whomsoever does an action which is not in accordance with our matter, it will be rejected. As for what is narrated regarding the encouragement to fast during its day and pray during its nights, yani the 15th of Sha'ban, they know that some of them use a narration from Ali radiallahu an and know that this narration is a fabricated and a false hadith attributed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the authority of Ali radiallahu an. And therefore it is not permissible, it is not permissible to act upon it. Zayd ibn Aslam, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him said, we have not found any of our scholars or jurists paying attention to the middle of Sha'ban and considering it superior to other days. However, O servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, an exception is made for those who have a habit of fasting on the 15th of every month. As we know the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is to fast the 13th, the 14th and the 15th. So whomsoever fasts on the 13th, the 14th and the 15th, then there is no problem with them doing this during the month of Sha'ban as well. O servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is incumbent upon every believing male and female to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our actions and in our qawl, in our speech, and to be keenly observant in adhering to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ That take whatever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given and leave off whatever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has left off. And part of the sunnah, of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that if Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not engage in an act then we don't engage in this act as this is known as sunnah to tarkiyah leaving off something 
which Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not or was not involved in. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and one must be certain that the best of matters are those established on the guidance of the Quran and the Sunnah, ala fahmi salaf al-ummah, on the understanding of the salaf of this ummah. Aqulu hadha qawl wa astawfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimina min kulli dhamb fastawfiru innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى أو سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى في الله سبحانه وتعالى Sa'id ibn Musayyab rahimallahu ta'ala may Allah azza wa jal have mercy on him once saw a man praying more than two raka'ah after sunrise the beginning of Fajr making many bows and prostrations some narration says that this took place in the masjid of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so Sa'id ibn Musayyab afterwards he approaches this man he approaches him and he says to him that why are you doing something that is not legislated in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why are you making more than two rakats that you are supposed to be making? So the man replies to him and he says, Ya Aba Muhammad, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to punish me for making salah? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to punish me for making salah? Now how common is in this argument in our times today? Is Allah going to punish us for making zikr? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to punish us for making khatat? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to punish us for making gairwi sharif? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to punish us for this and for that? And listen to the response of Sa'id ibn Musayyib rahimallahu ta'ala. He says, no, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to punish you for not following the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is found in Sunan al-Kubra of al-Bayhaqi. Shaykh al-Bani rahimallahu ta'ala he comments on this narration and he writes, This is one of the most superb answers given by Sa'id ibn Musayyab. May Allah have mercy on him. It is a strong weapon against Ahlu Bid'ah who recommend many different types of religious innovation in the name of them being dhikr and prayer. They then criticize the followers of the Sunnah for criticizing them and accuse them of stopping dhikr and prayer when in fact Ahlu Sunnah are only criticizing 
that they are contravening the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in terms of the dhikr and the prayer. على محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك فقال إن الله ملائكته يصلون على 